0: Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? <laughs> Hello? Guys, this is a podcast. It's happening. It's been a minute. It has been a minute, but today I'm feeling, uh, well, emotional. Uh, anyone who's ever listened to this podcast knows it's a Bengals podcast, at least part of the time, and a gambling podcast. Uh, bo- both of those identities that uh, I'm attached to, the gambler and the Bengals fan, had a rough one. Had a rough one yesterday, uh, guys. Welcome to Gambling for Shoes. I'm uh, your host, star, co-star, producer, writer, director, cinematographer. Uh, it's me, Jack, and uh, welcome back to the podcast. It's been it's been a little bit. Anyone who's never listened before, I, I pray that this is your first episode. Uh, <laughs> this is a podcast about gambling that started because after my professional baseball career. I developed a foot fungus, had to get rid of my shoes, and I thought a good way to buy new shoes responsibly (laughs) would be to mix vices of shoe horniness and gambling, uh, what, uh, a propensity to gamble, mix them up, gamble, I win, I buy shoes. That was the thing. And it was going pretty well. It was going pretty well for a while, and then uh, I moved to Chicago and kind of lost Lost the, the, oh, you know, the, the, uh, the got to, <laughs> the fucking, so you could just call it motivation. I lost motivation to do it. Also, what else was working against me? Let me, let me rattle off some other excuses. Um, they're doing construction next, next door. It's loud. They're using so many different kinds of tools, hammers. It's, it's crazy. And it's like, that's not, that's not great for uh podcast background an ambiance. But right now it's listen, it's serene. We it's snowing in Chicago. I'm up here on the third floor. We got like six inches of snow. It's kinda nice. It's my first winter in Chicago. I'm like, is this it? <laughs> is this all you got, Lord? <laughs> Where is it? I think it's coming. I think the next couple of weeks are gonna be pretty bad, actually. But so far has it hasn't been. Uh, it's Chicago it's supposed to be high on crime, high on snow. So far, so good. I'm going to get robbed by a fucking snowman tomorrow. <laughs> um, speaking of getting robbed, let's just go ahead and let's get into it. We're going to talk Super Bowl. Probably talk. And I got a little stand-up comedy I'm going to play at the end of the episode, by the way. For anyone who, again, first-time listener, great. Uh, I used to play professional baseball. I also do stand-up comedy now. That's why I moved to Chicago with my wife. She's still here, you guys. Um... Yeah, that's what I do. Comedy in Chicago. Um, and uh, there was a show I had in Kansas City earlier this year, in December, after the Bengals had beaten the Chiefs for the third time in 2022. And I was hosting the show. It was a Joss Wolf show at the Kansas City Improv. Sold out, 300 people. And I couldn't help myself but to, to start a fight with these hillbillies. They're not really hillbillies. I mean, like, I'm from Kentucky, all right? Then I mean, we... We are we are the same. To start a fight with my people, they just were Chiefs fans, Chiefs fans. But um, yeah, so I got a little clip of me talking shit to 300 Chiefs fans, and uh, you know, kind of digging myself a little hole. But it was it was fun. So I'll play that at the end. But uh, I, we got a lot to cover. So first of all, let's who? Why are we here? Sports drink. That's the uh, the podcast network. Gambling for shoes is on. They have sent me commercials to read, but um, I have to search through my email, so I'm just going to give them a shout out, you know? (laughs) I don't think this podcast is being audited by anybody, so Sports Drink, you guys. Look them up. We got some good Cincinnati-based podcasts on there, talking Reds, talking Bengals. There's, uh, I think, a lot of sports shit on there, so check them out. Sports Drink Podcast Radio Network, all right? So disrespectful, like you can't even open up an email. It's like, look, brother, you know how much, how many demons I had to fight to even start this fucking podcast today. <laughs> like yesterday sucked. That that really sucked. Okay, so let's break it down. The Bengals lose a fucking very close game in Cincinnati or in in uh, the in Kansas City against the Chiefs. I thought the Bengals were the better team. You know, I I mean. If Mahomes was fully healthy, I think that I think maybe Kansas City wins a little more convincingly. But he wasn't healthy yesterday. And the Bengals, I thought, had some opportunities, okay? Especially there late. They had two drives there in the fourth quarter that could have won the game. And they couldn't get the job done. But that does not change the fact that the refs had spit-shined a spiked dildo to shove it up the Bengals' ass for, what, the final 15 minutes of the game? It was... Dude, like, I, I, I know I'm 35, and, I, and I'm from the South, and I know that most people like me are like, it's fucking rigged. Shit's rigged, brother. Shit. You didn't know? You didn't know your football team couldn't just win? They got computers, man. Mathematicians? Rigged. <laughs> and normally, that argument, I'm like... The, stop you sound ridiculous you can't prove it i love a good i love a good conspiracy theory and i guess i've just been such a mark for sports because i'm a player i'm like i would never rig a game never ever i believe in the sanctity of the sport the institution of fairness i would have never but people like me don't make decisions like that if i mean the nfl is like a billion dollar corporation that's that's wait it's like trillions of dollars what am i talking about So, you have to think there has to be some human error in there, and that human error is probably going to be attached to greed. That, and I recently watched the Tim Donahue documentary on Netflix. He's the NBA ref who pled guilty (laughs) to basically working with the mob uh, in like like what, 2000s in the NBA. He was basically giving the mob. Picks on games that he was refereeing on, like the under or the or, or the or the spread or whatever, and he was kind of going out there and uh, influencing the, influencing the games with his whistles, with his whistles, <laughs> with his with the fouls he's calling and shit like that. but guilty went to jail. There were, they tried to investigate the NBA on it, and then they, the NBA kind of shut it down because they know it's not just one dude who did it. But you know, this was for honestly that level of cheating. The mob getting invested in NBA outcomes. You know, they were only making probably like a couple, like millions of dollars on the, on these bets. Overall, cheating, rigging the game. The NFL is making fucking trillions of dollars, just like the NBA would be. You know, and I know the NBA is is egregious in what we know, like the the, the way they protect their stars they get the calls they stay in the game you know what I'm saying like the the NBA has an invested interest all these sports organizations have a huge interest in making the most amount of money possible and that being said I'm pretty sure the Chiefs have a bigger fan base than uh, the Bengals I don't know if it's not that simple but I just if you break it down the math of it points to the NFL favor in Kansas City for sure And then when the way some of those calls shook out last night, it just it just lends itself to to a conspiracy, especially if you're emotionally invested or drunk or heartbroken or or whatever. All the things that I was last night, and I'm like, I, I just I just it just seemed a little stinky. You know, the Bengals had their chances, but there was there was a lot of plays, man. There was a lot of plays that I just like, especially there at the end, is like the referees are just too involved. Like, you say, we don't have to be to, like, this is a football conspiracy that needs to be taken to the White House. <laughs> it's not that. But I think the most objective thing, I think we would all agree, even Chiefs fans maybe, would be like, the refs just seemed a little too involved in that outcome. You know, because you just, you want the purity of the sport. You want the players to play. And to have... So much of that, the last ten minutes of the game, be predicated on a controversial call that could have gone either way, and seemingly kind of only worked against the Bengals there at the end. So, I, I to me in this from my perspective, it's very easy for me to be like cheaters, <laughs> but I'm also. Thirty-five, and gonna move on with my life, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Because the pain I felt was real. I was like, no, because I've had some bad, some bad sports losses. Last night was heartbreaking, no doubt. Um, And I was like, dude, I haven't felt like this since I was like eleven. The Braves, I was a huge Braves fan, and Robin Ventura hit like a walk-off grand slam uh, when he was on the Mets. That like. It was like the coolest way to put a dagger in my heart. A walk-off Grand Slam. And it was the Mets. Hated the Mets. You know, that really that really hurt. And then uh I was a Colts fan. And I remember there was a it was a a game with playoff implications. Or maybe it was in the playoffs. Peyton Manning, Colts versus Roethlisberger and the Steelers. And like the Colts had played a shitty game and like come so far to just get the game close again if i remember correctly and mike vanderjack came out and like <laughs> try to kick this field goal that was going to be had this big cathartic like release for all colts fans and it was going to send them into the next round or something like that and he missed it by so much i mean he it was a fucking hard left off of his foot immediate like an immediate no like there i think when we watch a kicker like at least As a sports fan, it's like, let me at least hope. Let me at least just think that maybe I can win and feel good. But, which is why the Bengals, like, that's why I'm okay with the game last night. Because they they were in that game the whole time. That Vanderjack kick in whatever fucking year that was, immediately off his foot, it was just like, goddamn. It's like, there's just no hope. Just immediate pain. (laughs) Such a bummer. But, uh, so yeah, last night and I was like, I was bummed. I was like, "No, my football team lost. No." And I was like, "Oh yeah, do not. My, I have a job, I have friends, I, I have autonomy, you know, I don't <laughs> I don't really have to care anymore. but um, it was a bummer. I, the chiefs uh, are phony loser bullies. That was the worst thing I've ever said on this podcast. Um, yeah, I fuck the Chiefs. I, I will say that, and uh, I don't know the Bengals. Ultimately, they got they they lost out on some some bad calls for sure, but they also didn't didn't execute what they needed to, and uh, also you know whenever they lost Collins and Kappa, I was like, well, fuck, that's overwhelming. You know, they didn't win the Super Bowl last year because they couldn't protect Burrow. And at this point, the way their offensive line, it was their offensive line of last year. And last year's team wasn't good enough. This year's team, I think, was improved. And when they had an offensive line like that, they were the best team in the league for sure. But they didn't have that offensive line last night, and it showed. So, I don't know. Got to add some depth, boys. Got to get some fucking... Some farming boys, some big old—I—I uh, I don't know. We need big, large, four hundred pound beasts of men. They gotta be. There's gotta be. They gotta be out there, just in Cincinnati, just roaming around, just circling around a skyline, chilly. Get somebody. Put some pads on them. Bring them in. Uh, so let's talk about the Super Bowl, and then I'll I'll talk about. Um, Bengals in 2023 just for a second for anyone hoping of of a podcast that had depth i'm sorry <laughs> anyway super bowl chiefs eagles as a gambled man my instincts are I was like "Ooh, let's just bet on the eagles watch them crush the chiefs and that way i'll get my money and my revenge <laughs> you know that's the voice that's the, that's my gambling voice um but I don't know. I don't know if it's so, if it's, is, uh, you know, emotionally I, I want to bet on the Eagles and watch them kill kill the Chiefs. But I don't know. I don't know. I, so just off the top of my head, I know that the Eagles played a very, very easy schedule this year and that they have a, a mediocre secondary at best. So Patrick Mahomes comes in town two weeks later. For this with this uh ankle to heal. I don't know. I could see Mahomes having this big day and then we all have to listen to how fucking good he is. And he's like, I fucking not knew it. My ankle was bad, but my arm was good. It's got I twenty three I tried my I tried it in Mahomes. That's not technically black voice or I didn't do black voice right there. That was him. He's not that black. I'm talking about race now. It's noon. It's noon. We're talking about race. I just did black voice, um, technically. <laughs> no, I, I did some. I did a really uh, hateful Mahomes impersonation right after the game ended, because the <laughs> you can see he was immediately on camera after the after the field goes in. And I'm I'm you know emotional. I'm not crying, but I am feeling bitter. They put the microphone in his face. He's like, "Yeah, I just thank, thank God, thank the refs, thank this bullshit ass league." (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I think uh, we're gonna have to listen to Mahomes. You know, have a lot of acceptance species, species, (laughs) species. Speeches in the next couple, you know, I I think the best quarterback typically wins. Mahomes was the better quarterback than Burrow the other night, or Sunday night, and I think he'll be the better quarterback on the Super Bowl too. You know, before, during, and after the game. So if I'm gonna bet, I, I probably will bet on the Chiefs, even though the Eagles' offensive line and their uh, ability to run the ball is trouble. You know, because the the Bengals' offensive line was sub was far below average last night and this is going to be a different team uh when they play the eagles because look the chiefs almost lost to the jaguars all right and uh granted Mahomes was hurt but i i see with trevor lawrence's mobility and the way they could run the ball uh and the way they could they were able to throw deep i just think that uh Philadelphia is like a better version of Jacksonville and the chiefs have quite literally fucking squeaked by two games in a row two home playoff games one against a, a, a very young and not that good Jaguars team and then a pretty um, compromised version of the Bengals in, in my in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. So, I, I, I want to bet on the this is This is gambling because I have to sift through my emotions of wanting the Eagles to win and I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes win. I really don't. Thank you, everybody. And one thing, remember to shave your face with ratguard <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. I, I think that the Chiefs are, are... I think there's a chance that everyone's going to be like, Mahomes, this food is better. Let's... I think the public's going to bet on them. But I don't know, man. So I think it's going to be a very tight game. I can see both teams winning. I want to bet on the Eagles. But then my brain says, Patrick Mahomes is by far the best quarterback in this game. But then my brain also says, the Chiefs aren't that good. So luckily i got two weeks to torture myself on it. You, and the fact that I didn't bet right away is not a good sign. I'm gonna have to stew on it, but I'm gonna do some research, and there's gonna be more more episodes of this podcast. It's true, there will be more. Sorry for the break. B- blame the fucking construction workers next door. Blame them. All right, let's talk Bengals real quick, and then I'll play a little. I'll play a little stand-up clip, and then I'll probably talk to you guys in a couple days. Thanks for listening. And God bless you. What are you doing? What are you doing right now? Are you in the grocery? You're picking up your your uh, Lego My Egos. Pop-Tarts. And I'm talking to you right now. So funny. What a world we live in. Okay, Bengals 2023. Uh, obviously, expectations. Win the fucking Super Bowl. You're so close. Make a couple quick adjustments. Retool the offensive line a little bit. Keep who you can keep. And, uh, you know, draft. A, draft maybe a running back. Ooh. Draft uh, that that sucks. That mixing mixing could be a cap casualty, um, but he's also you know a really he's approaching that point in his career. So I think Schmazi Schmazi, God, I sound. <laughs> I I like the Bengals. I know all their players' names. P Pirin, free agent. I don't know what you do. So I would see the Bengals maybe drafting a running back, maybe a linebacker, O line. I don't know, but. Uh, they have a lot of cap space, which is good. But uh, the what's really going to dictate the offseason is Joe Burrow is coming off his r- rookie contract. Sorry, I'm multitasking. And everything is not a- okay. Yeah, I Joe Burrow's contract they got to redo. <sighs> Back up those trucks, my God. Skyline's about to raise the double the price if it's chilly. The Reds, the Reds should send money to the Bengals. Fucking forty percent of Reds ticket money should go directly to Joe Burrow. If you're Cincinnati, you gotta go all in. What else do you got going on? You know the Reds are never gonna be competitive again. Uh, FC Cincinnati has won three games. Uh, what? That mayor? That mayor, dude? Are you kidding me? Are you shut up, dude? That, that's who you can blame the loss on Blame the loss on the mayor um, He came out talking shit He was like Hey everybody I'm the mayor of Cincinnati The chiefs are gay Hey <laughs> And then <laughs> <laughs> Cut to Travis Kelsey being like The mayor of Cincinnati needs to roll his roll And shut his mouth You jabroni! And as someone who loves professional wrestling, that just sucked to be on the other end of that. Because he was so right, Kelsey, to be like, yeah, no, fuck this mayor. Go watch the clip. But this mayor did a horrible. God, I was like, who on earth? Whose idea was this? Anyway, so I was supposed to be breaking down the Bengals 2023. That was my best attempt at it. They're going to win the Super Bowl next year. And part of that is fan fiction for sure. It's gonna depend on uh you know, everyone needs to stay healthy, but they have they have the budget to keep to keep who they need to keep in terms of free agents, and to probably add a couple and really go for it next year. Gonna to be tough. AFC, maybe Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers gonna be in the division. So kind of a nightmare, but the schedule's not too bad. <sighs> Hopefully they keep their coach that's it. You know what, I'm quitting. That's it. The podcast is over. We don't need to be no one listens to this podcast to hear me talk about defensive coordinators. If you listen to this podcast, you like chaos, chaos in the fucking what 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 aisle in the grocery are you in right now? <laughs> okay, here, hey, some stand up. All right, so let me let me set this up. I already did it earlier, but I'm I'm proud of it. So here we go. <laughs> this is December something, early December. 2022 i'm hosting at the kansas city improv for josh wolf okay this is like in the first four minutes of the show the show just started like and hey, welcome to the stage your host jack Snapgill. and uh i was like as a bingles fan this is going on in my head as a bingles fan i got i got to talk a little shit of course it's just fun I just want to have a little fun. I wanted to see what it was like to provoke 300 people and see if I would get burned at the stake for it. And uh, Uh, they said, I'm from Chicago, which is true, but I'm mostly from Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes! And other than that lady, (laughs) I may be the biggest Bengals fan in the room right now. And I have enjoyed us being the Chief three times this year. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, hey, I'm a human being, goddammit! You don't treat me like an animal. <laughs> Plus, you you guys have it good. Like, you can you guys can't get mad at the Bengals finally doing something good. It's been like the most harmless franchise since like the Vietnam War. You know, like getting, getting jealous of the Bengals' success. That's like getting mad at the special needs kid who finally hits a layup. this. Please! We may never win again. It's been a lot, you know, our last quarterback before this was, his nickname was the Red Rocket. That's not a Super Bowl winning. Red Rocket is also what Andy Reid calls his left titty, so. that doesn't really make sense, but it is fun to say.